The epistle for the Feast of the Visitation is taken from the book of the Canticle of Canticles, chapter 2. Behold, he cometh, leaping upon the mountains, skipping over the hills. My beloved is like a doe or a young heart. Behold, he standeth behind our wall, looking through the window, looking through the lattices. Behold, my beloved speaketh to me, Arise, make haste, my love, my dove, my beautiful one, and come. For winter is now past, the rain is over and gone, the flowers have appeared in our land, and the time of pruning has come. The voice of the turtle is heard in our land, the fig tree hath put forth her green figs, and the flowers yield their sweet smell. Arise, my love, my beautiful one, and come. My dove in the clefts of the rock, in the hollow places of the will of the wall, show me thy face, let thy voice sound in my ear, for thy voice is sweet and thy face comely. And the Holy Gospel is taken from the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 1. At that time, Mary, rising up, went into the hill country with haste, into a city of Judah, and she entered into the house of Zachary and saluteth Elizabeth. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the infant leapt in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost, and she cried out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. Whence is it to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in my ears, the infant in my womb leapt for joy. And blessed art thou that hast believed, because those things which shall be accomplished that were spoken to thee by the Lord and Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. Thus far the words of today's Holy Gospel. At that time, Mary, rising up, went into the hill country with haste into a city of Judah. Words taken from today's gospel, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. My dear friends, I would like to begin by telling you a true story about an 87-year-old man, a prayer, and the most blessed Virgin Mary. The old man, whose name was Bud Hawkins, was one day sitting on a bench in Penn Valley Park in Kansas City, Missouri. He was destitute, he was homeless, he was without friends. As a young man, he had joined the famous outlaws Frank and Jesse James. And with them, he participated in countless holdups, bank and train robberies, and even murder. He was eventually caught and given a life sentence at the Kansas State Penitentiary. But after 40 years of imprisonment, Bud Hawkins made his escape. Now, while he sat on that park bench, he began to regret the sacrifices that he had recently made to regain his freedom. He had no money, he had nowhere to go, and he had nothing to eat. 
In his sorrow and discouragement, he kicked the turf beneath his feet and uncovered a torn and weather-worn leaflet. Printed upon the leaflet was the prayer, the Memorari of St. Bernard. Bud picked it up and began to read it. The words never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, and sought thy intercession was left unaided, deeply moved him. Although as a child he was raised without any faith, without any religion, he nevertheless knew that this was a prayer addressed to the lady whom Catholics called the Most Blessed Virgin Mary. He thus read the words over and over. Never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. He then said, Lady I am hard up myself. I haven't had a good meal in a week. I'll be thankful if you could guide me to some breakfast. Bud Hawkins then put the leaflet into his pocket. He arose and left the park. After walking through the streets of Kansas City, Missouri, he came upon St. Joseph's Orphanage. He went to the door and he asked the sister who answered the bell if it would be possible to get some kind of a handout. The sister let him in and Bud Hawkins was given, as he would later say, the best breakfast he ever had. After breakfast, he thanked the sisters and went for a walk around the town. He took note of all the changes made during his 40 years of prison. He then returned to Penn Valley Park and stretched out on the park bench for an afternoon nap. When he awoke, the sun was sinking towards the hills of Kansas. He began wondering what he was going to do for another meal and perhaps a night's lodging. He decided to go back to the orphanage and ask them if he could stay the night. But before he made his way there, he took the slip of paper out of his pocket. He began to read the memorari with devotion over and over. He then said, Lady, you have made this a happy day for me. Would it be asking too much if you were to guide me during the night? He then put the prayer back into his pocket. He walked towards the orphanage, but this time he approached the orphanage from a different way. That is, he came another direction. While walking along, he suddenly passed this rather large building. And over the entrance was, the, was a sign that read, 
home of the aged, of the little sisters of the poor. As he looked into the enclosure, he observed old men like himself performing various odd jobs. He went to the door and he asked a sister who answered for a meal. The sister said yes, and then went to make the necessary arrangements. Upon her return, Bud Hawkins asked her, Is there any chance for me to be admitted here? I am poor, I am old, I am lonely, but I will gladly do what I can if admitted. The sister remarked, well, as we usually require a recommendation, if you have a good recommendation, there will be no difficulty about admitting you here. Bud Hawkins replied, I have only this. And at these words, he took the leaflet out of his pocket. He handed it to the sister. The lady here got me something to eat when I was starving, he said. And I know it was she who brought me here this evening. I am not a Catholic, he said. But I would like to know and serve God for her sake. If you let me stay, sister, I hope to show the lady my gratitude for the remainder of my life. The sister looked at the leaflet and then smiled. She then said to Bud Hawkins, you shall be our lady's honored guest. Bud Hawkins remained in this home. He was baptized soon after and he died in the love of Jesus and Mary. Now today, my dear friends, is the great feast of the visitation of the most blessed Virgin Mary. Today we commemorate Our Lady's visit to her aged cousin Elizabeth, who by a miracle was with child in her old age. The child of Elizabeth was St. John the Baptist, the precursor of Christ, the last prophet. And thus, after the Blessed Virgin had offered herself as a humble handmaid of the Lord and became the mother of the divine Savior, our Lord Jesus Christ, she made, as St. Luke tells us, in haste, the long journey to visit and assist her cousin, St. Elizabeth. St. Luke says, And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the infant leapt in her womb. And according to the unanimous teaching of the fathers of the church, St. John the Baptist was baptized at that moment. He was put into the state of sanctifying grace while still in the womb of his mother. And this by our Lord himself, who was present in the womb of the most blessed virgin. 
even as Elizabeth herself was filled with the Holy Ghost, crying out to Our Lady, Blessed art thou among women, and whence is it to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? Thus, through Our Lady, were blessings bestowed. Thus, through Our Lady, were blessings given. And what graces, what blessings, my dear friends, our Blessed Mother will obtain for those who honor her and pray to her every day. The former outlaw, Bud Hawkins, was baptized. He was baptized and he was received into the church at the age of 87 years of age. And all of this before he died. He thus found Christ. He found eternal salvation because he found Mary first. If we are truly devoted to the most blessed Virgin Mary, we will be devoted to Christ. If we truly love our blessed Mother, if we honor her and serve her faithfully, we will honor, love, and serve Christ faithfully. And one day if we persevere in the Catholic faith and in the state of sanctifying grace, we will obtain life everlasting. If our Blessed Mother is so solicitous even for her wayward children, how much more, my dear people, is she solicitous for those who are her faithful children? We can then have the greatest confidence that Our Lady is going to provide for our temporal and our spiritual needs according to God's infinite wisdom. Just as she provided for the temporal and spiritual needs of Bud Hawkins. But we, my dear people, we must do our part. And our part is to have a constant and a true devotion to Mary by honoring her every day, praying her holy rosary every day, wearing the brown scapular every day, going to her in times of temptation, and promoting in our lives and in our homes the virtues of modesty and dress and purity and chastity. Despite the many evils and there are many, many evils that surround us in our world today. May we never forget, my dear friends, that Mary is our life, she is our sweetness, she is our hope. May we never forget that she truly loves us and is always ready to help us to love God and to save our souls, just as she did the former outlaw Bud Hawkins. 
We only have but to call upon her, and she will help. For never was it known that anyone who fled to her protection, implored her help, and sought her intercession was left unaided. God bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.